Hey everybody, Big Randy here. Before we get into today's Trap Draw episode, I want to thank one of our sponsors, Rapsodo. They're a new sponsor. They make mobile launch monitors, and they are very cool. First of all, they're extremely portable. The case is about the size of a rangefinder. It's very accurate. It's within 2% of what you'd find in like a $20,000 unit, which is just wild. The Rapsodo mobile launch monitor uh, connects to an app on your phone and it automatically tracks stats and stores video with shot tracer. So it's helpful for club gapping, which uh, Neil is currently deep in the process of doing and being able to understand true distances for each club. You can use it indoors, outdoors, take it anywhere. Right now, listeners can go to rapsodo.com. That's R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com. R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com forward slash N-L-U. Rapsodo.com forward slash N-L-U. Use code N-L-U to get $50 off your very own mobile launch monitor. Be on the lookout. Uh, We're going to have a couple just short videos showing off the product. I I believe Neil and DJ uh, recorded a game using the Rapsodo uh, launch monitor. So more to see on that on our social channels. We thank them for sponsoring this episode of the Trap Draw. And now on to our conversation all about Palm Springs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. As always, sitting across the table from me, Mr. Tron Carter. TC, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Randy. This is uh, Palm Springs week. I know nothing about Palm Springs. Never been, never come close to going. It's a black box for me. The old Bob Hope uh, classic. You ever been to Palm Springs? No, never. No, never never in my life. Um, with us, this is a very special preview because our guest is with us at the Kill House. Thrill. The man who goes by Thrill. Travis Hill. Travis, what's your official title at the Golfer's Journal? It is editor. That's <laughs> a very, very fancy title. Travis Hill, editor at the Golfer's Journal. Um, I Hopefully most of the people listening are familiar with the Golfer's Journal. If you're not, please check it out. What's the website? Uh, golfersjournal.com. Again, very fancy. Perfect. You guys yeah. have a podcast? We do. We have one podcast. It comes out. We don't have many like you guys, but we have uh, we have one pod. It's called, called the Golfer's Journal Podcast? Called the Golfer's Journal Podcast. Again, very fancy. Hosted one. by your friend Tom Coyne. Yes, yes. Wonderful. Yeah, the Golfer's Journal, just um, the stories and the photography and the artistic layout of the magazine is is really cool. So I would encourage everybody to check that out. Thrill, you live here in Ponte Vedra. You live just down the road from the Kill House. I do. I do. You, uh, you both live in gated communities. 
involved well, in Yeah, again, that's what editors do. We're very fancy Rand- gated communities. R- Randy also lives in a gated community. <laughs> my, my apartment complex has a gate. Like, Does I the gate like- work? Oh, it works. Okay, I've, I've gone to pick them up before, and there I couldn't get in. Yeah, see? There you go. Very suspicious. They, um, uh, For the longest time, the gate was just open, and I think it was broke probably. It was yeah. broken, and I'm not saying – I'm not saying whether it's coincidence or causality, but right around uh, the week before the election, they, there was mm. signage all over the the property that's saying, starting uh, November 1st, the, the gate will remain closed at all hours the of the day. Yeah. Better watch out. So we, we need to keep the riffraff out. Uh, TC, thanks for pointing that out. But <laughs> what makes this different is uh, Thrill's obviously on with us uh, live in the kill house. So let's just, let's just dive into it. Thrill, it, we— Well, yeah, Bonafides, he's a— he grew up there. He's from Palm yeah. Springs. I feel like let's We're from Palm Desert. Let's get it right. Okay. Coachella Valley. He's from the yes, Coachella from the Valley. Coachella Valley. That's right. But, People out there will get on me. I'm, I'm definitely not from Palm Springs. 100 percent Palm Desert. Palm Desert High, class of '95. Let's go Aztecs. Well, this is good because I have no idea what even the difference is. But oh, but yeah. before we do there, I think Tron and I we got we got some business to clean yeah. up. Why don't you guys handle that? A lot of business. Where do you want to start? Uh, I think we got to. You know, everybody's. You know what? I'll get out ahead of it. There's Publix news broke today. Deeply concerning. Just there's simply allegations at this point. We don't know whether they're they're accurate or not. Um, some some coincidental vaccination locations. I think. Mm. Wait, what what <laughs> specifically? I, I said I'm not I'm not I'm not willing to get into the details too much at this point. Come on, what's being alleged? Uh, it's alleged that they're only vaccinating people in Republican counties oh, in places God. in counties that voted Republican <laughs> in the recent election. Good thing I live in St. John's County. Wow. Yeah, you're in one of the more lucky. red uh, yeah, counties in Florida. So, uh, TC, I trust that you're doing all you can to monitor the Listen, situation. Of course. Of course. And you'll be the first to know if any malfeasance wow. is, is, you know, is, is uncovered. Um, but at this point, it's merely speculation. Okay. Okay. Well, I, th- I think I speak for everybody when I say I'd be very curious to see where this leads. Urban Meyer introduced new head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thrill, what do you think? You're you're probably the biggest Jaguars fan I'm, in the room. I'm not, but I <laughs> I, <laughs> I am invested in them staying here. So I guess in that way, I, I I want them to not fail. But what a moment! How are you invested in them staying here? Because I want there to be an NFL team here. Okay, just a point of pride. Just a well, because I you know this is. It's going to be weird because I lived in Palm Desert, but I'm a Steelers fan. So oh, I didn't know. I, that about you. I didn't know you were yeah. a Steelers I know. fan. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I know. It's a long. It's another. I know. It's all, look. I look. It's. I didn't choose it. it chose me. Anyway, uh, Antonio Brown's a bad guy. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, then <laughs> that's that's good. Not completely myopic. My eyes open to the situation. Okay. But the uh, so is Joey Porter. I want. Well, we can talk about Joey later if you'd like. Uh, anyway, I'm invested in, you know, them staying here so we can have, you know, could you imagine what, what local radio would be like without the Jaguars here? Local <laughs> radio. I, Not, it, I love my friends there, but. I'm it was sorry. embarrassing this week though. <laughs> with the whole, there, so there's this whole public financing land, de- land development oh, deal. It's a, ooh, it's lot J. A lot of dealings. The Jags were trying to hold the city hostage for yeah, funding. Yeah. It was, it was a bad bad deal for the city like in, you know interest-free loans of 300 plus million dollars 1010 xl the local radio the local sports talk radio station 
had like they're the biggest cheerleader for Lenny Curry, the mayor I've ever seen. Did you hear in, when they had Tommy Azuri, the guy who voted he it down, roasted oh, them? God, that was amazing. Stunted on them. Oh yeah, that was a, it. Was an impressive performance. It was an, it was a massive own goal from 1010XL to have him on. It well, was, and the news is the city council, in somewhat of a surprising manner, stood up for the city upset. Yeah. and said no to the franchise getting this sweetheart deal. Yeah, yeah, to develop the land around the stadium. And then, yeah, so there's another, you know, and they, and all the renderings look like freaking Dubai. They really, it's actually <laughs> It's going to be like, it really does look like, you know, Dubai. a two or three story like Under Armour store and, and like a hard rock cafe kind of thing. It's just, it's so bad. Yeah. So anyway, and then, you know, meanwhile, Shai Khan's got his $250 million yacht parked like right outside where it, and it's like, yo, dude, like, why do you need, Four hundred million dollars worth of public financing to get this thing off the ground. Like, put your money where your mouth is. And did I read he he can't even commit to playing a full home schedule in Jacksonville? Was that part of the deal at all? Well, that's sort of well, like he just keeps holding it over everybody's head. Yeah, the like, undercurrent of the whole thing is like, well, if I don't get this land, if this doesn't get developed, then then you know, London's calling, London or, or, or San Diego or San Antonio. Yeah, so or, it's it's sort of unspoken threat, kind of like that's why the ten ten guys and people in town are. You know they're a, they they really want the Jags to stay under any circumstance, and it's not you know sure. in their mind it's like not their money even though it actually is, but like that's why people are freaking out because they want they're like oh my god they're gonna leave now, which but it's like I think the city's willing to invest, but it's like hey you bring a better plan to the table too, and and I think with him also it was very much. Um, like the Daly's place, the amphitheater that they built mm-hmm. on the backside of of the current stadium, um, like the renderings for that looked like, you know, some Santiago Calatrava masterpiece. And it, and it looks, wow. It's the ugliest fucking building <laughs> I've ever seen now. Like it, Whoa. It, it looks like an Amazon fulfillment center. Oh God. So, Not you know, a bad like, place to see a show, but okay. But there, you know, like the, the, the renderings and the plans aren't matching up with reality. And, in two years, they're going to hold the city hostage for a quarter of a billion dollars worth of stadium upgrades. Yeah. So it's like, we're just going to keep going down this slope regardless of whether they do this development or not. That's the I'm, that's I'm, where the city council is. City council is like, man, we're, you know, this isn't a good deal for people that are paying taxes when, you know, especially in Duval, the schools need some tax money. And, and the whole thing was, thing was done behind closed doors. And they were going to, instead of like, you know, Curry, the mayor said, no, like, this is all going to come out of the hotel, motels tax. And then at the very end, he was like, oh, by the way, this is coming out of the general fund. Yeah. Which it's like, like this, this amount of money was going to be more money than, than they spend on like infrastructure. Yeah. On an annual basis. So anyway. Kudos to the city council. uh, Pretty ballsy move by that. Yeah. Yeah. For, for standing up and. um, Yeah. We'll see. It's it's not over. There's, there's. And then Lenny's getting in fights with people on Twitter. Yeah, it's it, yeah. For people who are interested in in muck throwing local politics, Jacksonville is a fun place. Jacksonville.com is a fun place to read right now. People are people are hot. Well, and and with the whole JEA, right? The whole Jacksonville oh, Energy oh, it's a whole separate Association thing. Yeah. was trying to be privatized, kind of behind closed doors yeah. as well, and um, that fell apart. Now, hopefully, there'll be some federal investigations or at least some you know local. There's a lot of action. Criminal investigation. A lot of action in the city council. Every right time now. Lenny tweets, now people are saying, you know, stuff about Clay, alleged things that happened down in Clay County. <laughs> <laughs> I 
all sorts of all sorts I'm of telling stuff. You, like I said, it's uh it's it's a pretty fun soap opera to watch. Yeah. But herb. Well, herb. So I'm I feel a little personally invested now with herb here in the sense that it's obviously not a good situation for me. Um, <laughs> what does this mean for you? It means I'm 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 leaving. I want to rest assured and tell the people I am a man of my word and I will be taking off. Wow. I don't know when. I don't know where. Uh, like like Tron's reporting on Publix. I, I, you people on the trap draw will be the first to know. Um, wow. Give a short list. Let the rumors begin. I'm trying to cultivate a list. I, I had thrown out some stuff. I, I received amazing feedback on Twitter about uh, locations far and wide all over the country and even some international locations. So I, I want to I do my due diligence and, and intake all possible uh, destinations. And any, then, any surprises on that list? Um, like Swanee, Tennessee was a surprise. Okay. People thought I would I would do really well in Swanee. <laughs> you live at the birdhouse. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ten minutes down the road. Just check on in. Yeah. Um, so are you, are you gonna accept uh, city loans? Are you gonna Are you gonna demand that you're uh, that you get taxpayer money to come to some of these cities? Well, some of these cities are doing that, right? Like, that's what uh, I was gonna say. Omaha's I, doing that. I would like to reach out to certain cities. I That's think the, the next thing. logical step is to develop a short list and then reach out to those cities and see what kind of... I want to see bids. I want to see plans. Yeah, friendly like, tax rates. Yes. Kind of like Amazon HQ, too. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. I, I, don't know if, that. I don't know if I'll be bringing jobs to your city, but, you know... <laughs> a job. Yeah, yeah, one job. Exactly. Public-private partnership, man. That's what it's all yeah. about. That's right. So I want to I wanna rest assured, folks, I, I, am, I am... My word is oak, and I, I have no choice. I, I will have to leave Jacksonville. Wow. What, what what's moment. the... Where does most of the discomfort with Urban come from? Is it is it his enabling of domestic abusers? Is it um, no the history of I mean of, yes of but feigning <laughs> of feigning health problems? Is it is it the the um, the bad behavior by guys on his team everywhere he's gone? Is it just that one Florida team? You it's, can't come back from that. Well, the it, short answer Aaron is Cole. it's it's the totality of everything. But but for me, what what really irks me and, and boils my blood is his nerve the gall that he has to peddle a management system and leadership system on top of everything the 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 horrendous uh behavior florida teams right the, the putting up of domestic violence on his coaching staff at ohio state the you know faking a heart attack to leave his job and immediately going to ohio state and all of that spasms quote, or yeah quotation marks and then he's going to preach to us about what it means to have like a good leadership system and to be a, a true you know change agent that, that the bullshit there the hypocritical bullshit is what oh i hate it yeah i'm worried and seeing the guys that he's floating for staff positions I didn't see some of those names. Scott Linehan, who just oh flamed out after one year at LSU. I thought he was just going to get elite coaches. Charlie Strong. Um, you know, it, it, like it, it's going to be just a bunch of has been, also ran unemployed uh, college coaches. Not good. Well, I thought in the press conference he said he was only the best coaches, Trump. But he can't go after any coaches in the NFL that are currently under contract. He doesn't have that many NFL contacts. No, he's. It'll be interesting to see what he. He's like, a sick guy. I, I, <laughs> he's got to bring in uh, Wade Phillips what as about the defensive Tebow? coordinator. What about Tebow as the offensive coordinator? <laughs> That's the worst idea I think I've ever heard. <laughs> but it would make Jacksonville happy. I was going to say, you know, there's going to be a very loud public clamoring for Tebow in, in some, in some way. capacity. In some way. 
Yeah. He's I mean, shoot, be. I think people would take him as a starting quarterback. I think <laughs> I think Aaron Hernandez should be a tight end coach. Yeah. Give Trevor a chance to kind of get his feet wet in the NFL while Tebow plays the position. He, he should bring in uh, – who are, who are some other bad boys off that Florida team? The Pouncey brothers are both going to – I think Mike is about to retire, or Marquise is going to retire. So yeah. Mike's already retired. He could bring them back as ambassadors maybe. They're, ba- they're bad guys. They're bad, bad, dude, bad hombres. Janoris yeah. Jenkins. A lot of – the Jackrabbit. A lot – because, you know, a lot of Lakeland ties. You could just bring a lot of those folks back. Chris Rainey. Chris Rainey. Also flamed out in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You could bring in Percy. Purse. <sighs> Forgot about Purse. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I can't lie to you. I'm into it. I want this to be a complete flaming absolute circus. I want the circus tents to not only be full, but on fire. I'll say I think it's a great hire for the Jags. You think football-wise it's a great hire? I do. I do. I I don't know football-wise, but just... Buzz-wise it's a great hire. I mean, think about it. Like Next year, of all of the storylines in the league, Jacksonville will be in the top three, if not the number one. Can Urban and Trevor do it in Jacksonville? For a team like this, that's that's a big deal. I know they're going to run the shit out of the ball, which as a James Robinson... You know, oh, carried me to uh, several fantasy leagues. Keeper league my, my, owner. I'm special excited place in my for heart. that. Special place in my heart for, for Hamas Robinson. I can't wait. It's it's good to have Herb coaching. You're not even going to be here. Well, I know, but I can still follow along. <laughs> it, it's good to have Herb coaching because then you then you that's when the fun circus stuff really. That's kicks what I'm up. saying. It's going to be wild yeah. out here, man. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move I know, on. I, know it, you I know. just can't in good conscience. <laughs> I don't know. What if he wins? Yeah. What if him and Trevor I might sell my soul then. I don't know. We're we're gonna take it step by step. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm excited. About. I just think Shad Shad Khan and, and his Watch his son Tony. Tony. Watch out for Tony. Might be the dumbest guy in Jacksonville. <laughs> well, that's saying something. <laughs> really hope that they're listening. Um, I, I think they're trapped for all listeners. And, for sure. and of course, and of course. Out of complete transparency and fairness, Urban Meyer, if anybody has a line to Urban Meyer, we welcome him on the trap draw. Totally. Whenever. It's a small um, town. You could probably find him here in a few weeks. And we'd be happy to host him here at the Kill House for an in-person trap draw. So that that invitation will will always stand. Uh, any mea culpas from either uh, Sony Open, or not, at, so, excuse me, um, Kapalua or our Goals podcast? Yeah, I think Poosh. Um, we got a few notes from people saying, Poosh was very complimentary of Martin Mayhew's tenure with the Lions <laughs> as GM. That was, I think, it was a flaming disaster. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was. I think that's a that's a mea culpa on behalf of Poosh. Um, what else? I think you have a mea culpa on the on as far as agriculture goes from last week on the goals pod. Yeah, uh, you know, I I hadn't candidly, I had no idea that tilling the soil was. Uh, a bad practice, uh, but one that is very in vogue by the the, the mega ag corps, uh, your Monsantos, for instance. Canagra. And so I, I got a lot of feedback from smaller farmers and small, you know, people doing a lot of good, good work around agriculture that said, you know, actually tilling's bad. And so, listen, I, I want to vociferously and strenuously apologize for uh, suggesting we should till the soil. I don't know anything about farming, but I tried to lead you to that conclusion. You did. On the pod. You did. Thanks to, I, I read, a, there was a wonderful expose in the in National Geographic mm. a couple months ago 
uh, about the Great Lakes and about all the farming practices uh, in and around Lake Erie that are causing massive, massive problems as far as agricultural runoff and algae blooms and such. It's not good. It's bad. A lot it's of tilling. Bad. Yeah. We, we, we should probably get into that for the Solheim Cup because it's in Toledo. That's oh boy. A, yeah, absolutely. So anyway. Um, I know you had already gotten out in front of the Kelly Preston mea culpa. Yeah, I pre-mea culpa that. I felt terrible. I didn't actually know that she passed away. Oh, dear. Um, we typically all, you know, all ask deceased people to come on the trap draw all the time, but it's when we know that they're deceased that we <laughs> – I did not know that she, she had passed away. So I apologize. Thank you. Um, Thrill, any, anything you're sorry for just in your personal life? Just or generally anything speaking? You would, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a little sorry. I got a fresh batch of firewood from Mike the Fire Guy, and uh, I only got a quarter of a cord, and frankly, I should have got a, a half cord. I'm, I'm going through fires every night. I don't know if that is on the level of Kelly Preston dying, but. Well, I know you had mentioned off air too. You had left the the fire tongs out. Oh yeah, I left the fire tongs out, and my one year old apparently got into them and uh, is now covered in soot all over. Yeah, my wife is not pleased. Hate that. Yeah, so you know, official apology then to your wife. Yeah, official apology to my wife. I'm sorry about the soot on our one year old uh, child. Very cool. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt. Randy here. I want to thank our other sponsor for today's episode, and that is DraftKings. DraftKings is America's top-rated sportsbook. Their app is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your own convenience. They've brought their expertise to legal sports betting. It's a legitimate sports book based right here in the United States, so you can rest assured that your funds are totally secure. Obviously, this is uh, American Express week out in the desert. They have tons of markets around uh, the, the golf this week. The European tour is firing up over in Abu Dhabi. The women are getting going down in Orlando, so busy golf weekend. In addition to that, of course, they have uh, NBA regular season, NFL playoffs, NHL regular season is just fired up, college basketball, anything you can want. Uh, it's, it's over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Listeners, right now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code NLU when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter code NLU when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. We thank them very much for sponsoring the Trap Draw and now back to our conversation with Mr. Thrill. All right. Well, let's, uh, should we dive into some Palm Springs? Well, I mean, who else do we effort beyond Thrill? (laughs) I'd like to know the list, actually. I want to know how far down the list you guys I've never, you know, I think, first of all, we efforted Bob Hope. Of course. Mr. Hope. You had to. You had to effort Mr. Hope. Of course. Um, he wasn't available, predictably. Mm. Uh, I know a lot about I, Bob Hope. Actually. I struggled with this because there's so many celebrities that at one time lived or spent time in Palm Springs, but there's not really anybody from Palm Springs. Yeah, I'm like the only person from there. Yeah. That you'll, yeah. It's a very strange place to grow up. How did your family get out there? Uh, we moved down from oh, the Portland area in Oregon when I was five years old. Uh, my father and my grandfather opened up an appliance store in Palm Springs in part because they liked 
golf and they wanted to play more. And so that's that where they were like, well, there's a lot of golf down there. And, they went. and at the time, that was what? Oh, boy, dating dating myself. But the early 80s, I mean, Palm Springs was pretty hot. It was blown up. Yeah, pretty hot, especially for golf. A lot of celebrities. Mm. Um, you, I feel like the season research. would actually be shorter in Palm Springs than in Portland. Well, that's the thing. It's, right? it's yeah, the, the, it's very seasonal there. I mean, it gets really hot starting early, like April. You're into the hundreds all the way through. It's a dry heat though, right? It is a very dry heat. It That's a real thing, by the way. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's a real <laughs> no, thing. Just, everybody loves I know everyone pointing says it out. And... But they say it because it's true. It's, 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 a real, it's a dry heat. It's different than here. My sister, who obviously, you know, California, came out here to the wetter heat and swore she would never come back <laughs> too hot for her here. Yeah. So, so is it, I mean, is it pretty much like you don't go outside from like June to it's rough. Yeah. Early September. Oh boy. Yeah. It's rough. It was, uh, I mean, legit like 120 is not, that's not a, that's not a hard bar to clear in the summer there. At least when I was growing up, it could be hotter now with, with all the warming going on. Does the name Tom Bianchi, Bianchi, Tom Bianchi. Yeah. Mm. Does that ring a bell? Not really. Should it? He's a nude photographer. That's somebody Tron and I were hoping to get God, on. That would have been so much better than me. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. TC, there, there was almost an embarrassment of a lot of actors, yeah, actor, a actresses. A lot of Coachella Valley connected people, but maybe not uh, residents. Merv Griffin. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we, I mean, we did our due diligence, of course. We're, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Like, spent a lot of time out there. We're professionals. Yeah. The Annenberg. Uh, um, is that the... They, yeah, that's it, the golf course it, there. I was going to say, they've got a little golf course there, right? It's like where all the presidents go. Yeah. It's so cool. You can't get in there. Hop the fence, they're going to shoot you. It's the one fence to get, to sneak into a golf course that I don't think I hopped into when I lived there, when I was a kid, rampaging around. For fear, honestly, I mean... Get a shot. Yes. You don't know who's in there and... Like the like uh, Mr. S- like uh, the dogs in The Simpsons, you know. Uh, you know what? I'm not a Simpsons guy. Oh, I never was. I I always had a hard time getting into like cartoons or animated. It's shows. a me. It's very much a me problem. Okay. Yeah, it's well, not then, a. Let's let's forget I ever brought it up. Yeah. Um, Barry Manilow. Yeah, has to be super popular among our trap draw listening audience, and a lot of the the demographic in Palm Springs too. Yes, um, couldn't get him on. What about Liberace? You guys reach out to Liberace? We. Yeah, he was on Liberace our list. had a house there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Would have been a good one. Uh, Sia, and cool, a little <laughs> yeah. bit more modern. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she could have told some interesting stories. I was going to say that, particularly for our audience. Um, very much a better guest than me. <laughs> uh, gosh, Tron, who Just, else? There's uh, Suzanne Summers spent part of her childhood in Cathedral City. Oh. Uh, and, and attended Palm Springs High School. Is that where you went to school? No, I went to Palm Desert High School, man. Oh, my. Is there a big rivalry? Huge rivalry. Okay. I hate Palm Springs High. Down with the Indians. How about that name? I don't know if they've changed it, but they were the Indians when I was growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. What does that tell you? William Scholl. You may know him as Dr. Scholl. <laughs> the foot guy? Yeah. The foot guy. Absolutely. I did not know that. I think he would have been great. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Ford spent a lot of time there, Gerald right? Ford spent a ton of time there. He did. So did uh, Dwight Eisenhower. The church I grew up in had a big statue of Eisenhower's head right in the front lawn, right when you were walking up to the church. It was like giant cross down on the ground. I'm not kidding. Like the size of this table, it was just his head. It was gigantic. That's a big bald head. <laughs> it was awesome. Randy's a baldist. He, hate, he hates the bald. Should I leave? 
You got a nice head of hair on you. Uh, Patricia Hurst. Okay. Interesting. Patty Hurst. Yeah. Some sports figures too, quite honestly. A lot of sports figures. What's with the um yeah, I mean I'm 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 struggling to to hmm. let me help you to suss out spent time in and actually from. Of course. You know? But what tell me about the Palm Springs wall of or walk of stars. The Palm Springs Walk of Stars? Yes. It's a knockoff of the Hollywood Walk of Stars. <laughs> That's it. Okay. For people that have spent Palm Springs, big, big celebrity outpost. I mean, it's, you know, two hours from LA. Kind of place where the you know the stars for a long time felt like they could go and get away from the glare a little bit, uh, and obviously not when it was a hundred million degrees outside. But Frank Sinatra had a house there, you know. Uh, there they would all all the celebrities would in of certain eras would go out and like get away from it all, and so they would have houses, you know, that they would have access to. I don't know how many people had like you know driver's licenses with Palm Springs addresses, but it was a big so. What the city did was. They kind of capitalized on that for a long time and, and latched on to the celebrityness of it all. What happened? Well, you know, like anything, fads, you know, kind of Palm Springs became somehow less cool, I think. Although I think it's kind of making a comeback. From I was going to say, I think it's like the architecture and the movie. retro. Well, now, yeah, now all that mid-century modern architecture is like a really, really big deal. Those houses in Palm Springs that we used to just, you know, not really think much about are, you know, spectacularly expensive right now. But again, that's all Palm Springs. Uh, well, that's like fancy. Sure. You know, that's where everyone calls it Palm Springs week. But the tournament mostly played the other way, yeah. down my way. Palm Desert, La Quinta, Indio. Um, a, a big underworld presence, too. Big mafia underworld some, some presence. really good mafiosos yes. oh, yeah. have spent again, a lot of time. Again, people, because there was just no media. It's not a, everybody, it was the kind of place where, uh, you know, everybody kind of leaves each other alone kind of a thing, like wink, wink, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not messing with you. Santa Barbara's all like that now, actually. Who goes to like, like I know a bunch of people from like Minnesota, the mid, like upper Midwest, go to Scottsdale, mm -hmm. Phoenix. What's yeah. the? Is there like a differentiation? Is is it more like Pacific Northwest goes to Palm Springs or? Uh, I always thought this is obviously anecdotal, but I always remembered um, folks actually from the Northeast, like New York. They would instead of Florida, the very wealthy ones would come out our way instead, and so. You know, some of the bigger neighborhoods where, like, the sun, you know, the the um, snowbirds would be, they'd fill up and it'd be like, you'd hear, you know, that's where I heard, you know, first kind of Northeastern accents when I was growing up. So as far as geography goes. Yes. Like, just give us the lay of the land. All right. I'm going to get this wrong in terms of, like, Northwest, East, South, but just moving. That's not important anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving left to right on your radio dial, okay. you've got Palm Springs here. This is in the Coachella Valley. This is in the Coachella Valley. It's a little bowl of, of small mountains. Um, I mean, the, San Gabriel's maybe? The Mount San Jacinto is like yeah, that's a little bit 10,000 feet, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, not qu that's close to ours, but yeah. Um, anyway, the, yeah, but it's a little bowl of mountains. That keeps some of the rain out. That's why it's so dry. It's a desert. So Palm Springs is the far left on your radio dial. Then you've got Cat City. Cathedral City. Okay. Then you've is got... Is there a big cathedral there? There is not. I don't know why it's called that. It's kind of a dumpy place when I was growing up. It's sort of like a deserty in-between spot. It's grown up a lot more, I believe, since since I've been there. And then Cats, Cathedral City, um, Rancho Mirage. Well, now you're getting into where Mission Hills is, where mm. the A&A and, okay. and all of that. Uh, and then you go a little bit further. And then you're into Palm Desert. 
and then you're into La Quinta, Indio, and there's actually a plate. There's Coachella, which is further down the road. Okay, Where, where's the festival? Co- it's Indio Coachella. They share those big polo grounds all the way out there. It's it's on the far right of your radio dial, and that's it's just a lot of more open space out that way. The middle, like the Cath- Palm Springs, Cathedral City, Palm Desert, that's sort of like the hub, like the biggest, most built up areas. Cathedral City, mm-hmm. uh, derived from Cathedral Can- Canyon. Yes, Cathedral, that's the right. south of the There you city. go. So. I also don't think there's a cathedral in that canyon as well. Okay. I would guess. Uh, all right, so, so... So, and now I am from Palm Desert. So Palm Springs, when I was growing up, Palm Springs, big rivals, Indio High, the Rajas, <laughs> which I don't know if they've kept that name either. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> The Rajas, they were our other big rival. And then right when I left Palm Desert High is when La Quinta High and Cathedral City mm. High opened. So the whole thing is, is grown up a lot. It appears they, they're still the Rajas. <laughs> Do they have like the big racist epic, dude with the big sword? Epic, epic. <laughs> yes. Oh, Mascot. yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, the Raja. Oh, boy. In other iterations, he has like the giant like sword, like the overly, yeah. yeah. Wow. Are well, the are, is, can you look up is Palm Springs High still the Indians? Um, let's let's see. I mean, we need to know what was Palm Desert. We were the Aztecs. Okay, so total line. What, total what line sports there. did you play, and and who ran stuff in the sports that you know were were closest to your? Heart? What did I play personally? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I played soccer. Okay, I was the captain of the one of some of the worst soccer teams in Palm Desert High School history. I'll have you know, very proud of that. Uh, and then I was also in a strange tradition. Uh, I was since the the two kickers before on the high school team on our football team before me were the, also the captains of the soccer team, um, and they both got like Division One and Division Two scholarships. They were very good. And then so the, they were like, "All right, well, you're next in line." And I was like, "Well, I would like to do this, but I in no way am a good kicker." But I did. I was the kicker on the uh, on the high school team. Huh. What's your career long field goal? Uh, I attempted, I believe, I'm going to get this wrong. I think I attempted like two field goals. One was from like 30 yards that I made, and one was from like 48 and could not, I mean, barely got it over the line. <laughs> Are you good. the starting kicker? <laughs> well, yeah. We Did just, you guys just never kick field goals? Well, no, we never kicked field goals. Because <laughs> I was the kicker probably. So, like, what was your record on extra points? Uh... Not great. I think I missed like three or four extra points too. Okay. I made a lot. I made a lot more than I missed. Okay. But I wasn't great. I was never, I was never a great kicker. So who, I was double zero though. I negotiated with the, I okay, found, tag. yeah, I found the, uh, I found the Jersey in the, in the, in the locker room and I demanded to be double zero. I didn't even know that was allowed. I needed to die. I was so in. Well, what was the best program in the Valley? At that point, it was us. We were, we were really good. We had a lot of really good players on, on that. Uh, shout out Jimmy Lerma. One of the, if not the greatest running back to come out of Coachella Valley ever. So Palm Springs, still the Indians. Racist. They have, the, it says they have the support of the local mm-hmm. Cahuilla Indians. Yeah, Cahia. I, I think. Tomato, tomato. I think. <laughs> Showing my bona fides right now. That uh, Palm Springs should change to the Mayans. And to compete with the Aztecs? And then, and then India should change to the Incas. The Incas. Mm. I'm into that. You know? Look, if they want to stop being offensive to the local communities, they can go ahead and do that. Because, you know, Palm Springs and in India. Uh, all right. So 
power rank the, I mean, is it, did, did everything kind of start in Palm Springs and then kind of work yes. its way down the valley? Well, yes. Yeah. So Palm Springs, I believe was sort of like the tent pole on one side of the valley. And then all of the farming was out in Coachella and Indio on the other side. And okay. then everything kind of like came in to get in, inside. In the what, what's the crop? What's the big farm crop? Dates. A lot of dates out there. Really? Actual, yeah. Dates. Yeah. Like date Palm is a huge road out there. I mean, I mean, like when I was growing up, like like it all the, you know, out here, it's like you see all the timber that's like perfectly in a row. Yeah. Uh-huh. Out there, it was perfectly aligned palm trees with just giant, I mean, wild things of dates. I hated dates when I was growing up. says top crop dates. Them. Table grapes, melons, lettuce, carrots, yeah. broccoli, and bell peppers. Yeah, but mostly dates. Dates. Okay. I can see TC. I bet you're a big melon guy. Melon with some prosciutto is <laughs> melon goes so well with a good C plate. Of course, I'm into you that. know. I'm into that. What kind of wine would you pair with that? Well, probably something a little bit on the drier side. Yeah, yeah. You'd go red. No. no. Okay. Dry white. Okay. I was just gonna say. Let's yeah. not get crazy. Um, tell me about the Salton Sea. Oh. What a place. I mean, I don't want to skip over Palm Springs and all that stuff, but but just we'll come back to it. But I feel like on the far end down yes. by Yeah, that way out the Indio side on your the right yeah. side of your, your radio dial. I, I remember reading Into the Straight. Wild. Yes. On Krakauer book. Yeah. And twenty um, fifth anniversary of that book. Like this. Yeah. Week. And yeah. I saw that he's he's hanging it up. He's not writing it. I heard that too. Um I heard that too. But I'd never I was like, what the fuck's the Salton Sea? Because yeah. he McCandless makes a big stop there and and then I kind of like went down this wormhole and this was pre this was like pre Wikipedia and all yeah. that. So you had to like go to an encyclopedia to find something <laughs> or ask people. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just sounds like a, it's such a weird, weird place. place. I'm going to get a lot of that wrong, but it's, I think it, I believe it was some sort of like farming almost accident that, um, that the, I can't remember why it's so salty, but it is like, it's a completely salted, lake out there which means nothing can really grow like you can't it's you know it's much harder for the the native like it's it's a non-native salt lake so all of the native plants around it can't grow and so it's there's like nothing out there it's really like if you look up pictures it's really strange place i was gonna say it looks so eerie and and there's all these like abandoned developments yeah because people thought like they could be like waterfront property out there but this is all in salt and so you can't do anything with it it's essentially the american version of the the dead sea right uh, close. I mean, it's below yeah. sea level. I'm yeah. reading it's it's a couple hundred feet below sea level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, an irrigation we, canal was dug from the Colorado River. Yeah, directing the water, and then there was a silt. Such a strange place. Up. One of the weirdest places. We used to go like when we were in school. We would we would take field trips out there and do like science experiments with like the salinity of water and all that kind of stuff. I could Weird. see like in high school like going over there and like doing drugs and stuff too. Yeah, there <laughs> people definitely did that. I was actually, uh, we didn't go there, but you were like, the captain of the, of the, uh, I was the captain of the soccer team. I had a reputation to uphold <laughs> and, a, and an example to set. Uh, we used to, but like, uh, not all the way out there, but I did go to some of those, uh, fabled desert parties where like, you guys ever heard of the band Caius? No. Mm-mm. Caius is the precursor to Queens of the Stone Age. Josh Homme and those guys okay. all grew up in the desert. I, I grew up with Josh Homme's, uh, brother. So, they were, uh, well, I didn't grow up with them. He was, I think they went to our church or something. I don't want to say that we're buddies. But uh, anyway, Hamis are from the Dez and yeah, Queens of the Stone Age. That's all like all that desert. Like, Caius is like, you can, like, they're like one of those like mega underground 90s kind of fuzzy metal bands that like 
all your metalheads are like, oh, if you know Caius, you're, you're you fucking know your shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's one of the biggest so environmental were, disasters in the it is in the history of the country. Yeah, how about that? You're welcome, guys. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, ninety-seven percent of the fish in there have died. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. salty, dude. Who do, what uh, Palm Springs or maybe Palm Desert? Mm-hmm. What, who do you identify more with, San Diego or Los Angeles? Like which way? Oh, that's tricky. It's which way totally, do people lean? So there's so many transplants there, you kind of run the gamut. But it's it's that is kind of split. Well, when I was growing up, it was split between those would be the everybody loves the Lakers. Okay, uh, for myriad reasons. But sure. Everyone loved the Lakers. Everyone was split on. Actually, no, I take it back. The Raiders were the big team when I was growing up, uh, bigger than the Chargers, because the Raiders were in L.A. then. Yeah. And uh, the Raiders, I mean, I, I'm i going to get killed for this too, but they kind of just struck a nerve with the Hispanic community. They're very popular there. And so they were like, I remember all the Mexican kids I grew up playing soccer, they were all Raider fans. I went to a Raiders-Steelers game in the Coliseum. Well, I had no idea, no, to interject there. Yes, please uh, I think Tom Flores probably played a that's, big that's, part in that. That makes sense. The first yeah. uh, Hispanic quarterback, mm-hmm. head coach. That, yeah. would, that would make sense. Um, yeah, the first, one of the first Steeler games I ever went to is uh, at the Coliseum against the Raiders, and a Steeler fan got stabbed not, not far from me. Sick. Yeah, Sounds simple. like a Raiders game. Yeah. I also, in the desert, I got in my, my very first knife fight was in, uh, was in the desert. <laughs> Your first well. knife fight? Uh, How many knife fights I, have you been I in? I think the first of one. I think okay. just one. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to tell this story. Well, captain of the soccer team, as we know. Uh, and we used to have to play against India as our biggest rivals. They were actually good, but they were our biggest rivals because <laughs> historically, like for some reason, well, they, they didn't like us. We didn't like them for a lot. There were a lot of football players that would end up on like our soccer team. And they would just, we would end up in fights. Like every, every, we ended up in so many fights that my senior year, I believe, we had to play at a neutral field. We had to go play at La Quinta High's stadium. And even so, that we ended up, obviously, we got in a fist fight at the end of the game. They were beating us, and and, uh, <laughs> and then we just got in a fight. And then this dude came running out of their stands with a kitchen knife and was, like, wielding it around. And so I'll never forget, like, me and this other dude are, like, holding our team back. We're, like, terrified. This little dude, who's, like, some guy's little brother. He couldn't have been more than, like, 15. Just with this giant kitchen knife, Gosh. swinging it around as a whole thing, and they had to leave. You know, it's one thing where, like, you know, you've heard where like the you know, the referees and the school administrators, like, they all had to leave. Yeah, they had to make sure every car and bus was out of the parking lot yeah. before yeah. we could go and all leave and stuff. Yeah, huh. yeah, big times, big times. Out if there. you were gonna go to like the city, like the big city, would you go to San Diego or would you go to L.A.? Well, L.A. I mean. In, in, but if you wanted to go to the beach, everybody went to San Diego. Okay. Would I went you, to, would I you went go to, all the way into LA or would you stop in like Riverside or the uh, Inland Empire? Gosh, quote have unquote. you been to the Inland Empire? No, I have no time. desire to <laughs> ever. I've flown <laughs> over it a few times and I just remember looking down and I'm like, holy shit. It's a big like, area. This is massive. Like, yeah. I, I, There's so many people that live here. Yeah. Like, What do people do out here? They go, they, um, they commute into LA. Like flying over like Ontario yeah, airport Ontario, and all yeah, that. Yeah, the whole thing. I, you know, no, this is no disrespect to the good people that live out there. And Gary McCord, I just learned, is from, is from out there. He went to the University of Riverside, UC Riverside, won a Division II national championship there. But uh, not my favorite place in the whole wide world. So Temecula, any, any feelings on, on uh, Temecula? <laughs> when I was growing up, Temecula was just a place that you would drive through and, and stop and go to the bathroom on the way to San Diego. Okay. But that was when, when, uh, when Rick was... Coming up, so 
What, what's uh what's the Joshua Tree National Park like? Awesome. It's on my list. I want to get it's there. It's awesome. It's so cool. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh I think Randy, I think you would actually you'd really like it. It's very uh uh you know, peaceful and a good place to go kind of get down with your with your thoughts and jump climb around a bunch of rock formations and play in the desert and you know you know who you know who spends a lot of time in Joshua Tree is the publisher of the Golfers Journal. Brendan Thomas likes to take his family up there to yeah to hang know. out and yeah to kind of clear the decks a little bit. What this is this could be a, an extremely stupid question. Oh, Randy, it, like what is a Joshua Tree? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It was a U two album, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the only, beyond being a U two. That's the it's only like thing little, I know. There are little trees out there. They're like you can look it up. I, I would be remiss to actually try to describe one, but they're like. Little little trees. Have you ever They're taken not big trees? Have you ever taken the uh, the Palm Springs aerial tramway? Uh, I have a great story about the Palm Springs aerial tramway. Um, uh, me and a buddy of mine, when we were in high school, uh, school government. I was I can't remember what position I was. In. I wasn't the president, but I was in there. Like the treasurer, or something. Uh, yeah, some dumb thing like that to put on your resume for college. And uh, me and him were like, uh, it was a Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah, and we were like. You know, like we're so tired of like the boys having to like for every other dance, we always have to like rent a limo and do all this fancy stuff. And, you know, for the Sadie Hawkins dance, it's just like some like, you know, you, you know, like it was very casual at, at Palm Desert High. And we were like, that's sexist. <laughs> so, so we demanded that we had the fanciest uh, dance of the year at the top of the tramway. <laughs> And so we, they, the girls all, like the whole school, we, we had a school dance at the top of the tramway and called it the Sadie Hawkins dance in, uh, in a very misguided claim of sexism. That was a pretty good view up there, though. Phenomenal. Really pretty, actually. If you yeah. ever do go out there, I, I recommend going up there. It's actually snow gets up there in the holidays. Yeah. It's a big deal. Guys, I can, I can report back on Joshua Trees. Hmm. How they, are they looking to you? They look cool. Yeah. They, they, They're part of like the mythic kind of spiritual nature of the whole place. Yeah. The best way I would describe it is they kind of look like regular trees, although they're, they're trunks and they're, they Let me see. Big solid trunk and um, I'm not seeing some, some branches. But then they almost <laughs> have like little palm trees on, As trees on do. top. It's yeah. like... That's right. It's almost like a collection of little okay. palm trees on one yeah, big tree. Yeah, it's like a palm tree community. Little cactusy trees type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. I highly recommend it. Randy, you especially, I think, I think, I don't think you want to move to Joshua Tree as part of your Urban Meyer flight, but I do think that you should consider the Coachella Valley or uh, Riverside in order to have easy access to mm. the Joshua Tree. Riverside would be interesting. I'll, <laughs> have to, I'll have to do some research. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, let's all right. Let's talk. Like, I know there's a shitload of golf. There's what yes. like 130 golf it's courses ridiculous. or something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, how do they water all those <laughs> golf courses? It's very irresponsible. Let's not. Let's not. Is is that there's part not of, like a natural spring in the middle of the desert? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there palms? No. Is there springs? Is there a palm spring? Well, there are some springs, but it's really like most of that stuff is just stolen from the Colorado River before it gets to Mexico, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And doesn't NorCal hate SoCal because SoCal just we steal all the takes water. all the water from Northern California? It's a, probably a whole separate podcast, but that's one of the reasons why they don't like us. Um, they're also a little bit like sniffy and think they're better than everyone else. But Do you still consider yourself a Californian? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I've been here. I've been in uh, Jack's area since 2003, so 
coming up on a pretty long time. I, I, in my heart, I think I'm still California. I went to school at UC San Diego, right across the street from Torrey Pines. My family still lives in the Santa Barbara area. Okay. So I try to go back there, uh, well, pre-COVID, at least once a year. So I still have a lot of friends out that way. God, I'm jealous you have a yearly excuse to go to Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is just, I mean, hard to, hard to draw the nicest up. place on the planet. Yeah, hard, hard to draw it up any better than that. You should hang out with our, our last guest from Hawaii, Mr. Poosh. You know, I've never met Poosh. I'd love to. I feel like we'd get along quite nicely. You would. You would. He's a, just a delightful Seems like delightful a lovely, lovely gentleman. Um, going back to the golf. Let's do it. Does it suck? Like, is it all, is it all just like, is it, it's like Florida golf on the West coast. Kind of sucks. Yeah. It was one of those, like, you know, it's, it's funny. I probably know more about food and culture there than I do about the golf. Cause I didn't, I didn't play a lot when I was growing up there. I, there was, there was some muni courses that we played. Um, the old ungated Palm desert country club, which had lights, which was awesome. It's a great old muni. You could go bang around on. I think it still exists, but I don't think they have lights anymore. Uh, Desert Willow is actually kind of a nice course. I think that's municipal. I go to play there every now and again. But like I never, we, like I said, we, you know, I grew up kind of lower middle class out there. I didn't grow up in a country club. So I, you know, uh, mom, teacher, single parent kind of thing. So it was weird to be at Palm Desert High. There weren't, there was only like one private school in our area that wasn't really that great. And so all these rich kids would end up at Palm Desert High. Okay. So I would go to their houses in these very, very nice you know, golf clubs and I'd want to play and we never played that much. So it was very, it was sort of like aspirational in a weird way. Um, I don't think I played PJ West until I, I had to leave and come back. I, I don't think I played PJ West until I actually graduated college. And that's the die one that he did after stadium yeah. course here. Yeah. That's the, they call it the stadium, stadium out there, that way. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what they anchor. I think it's still the, that's where Duval shot 59. They, they brought the tournament back there. I think like two or three years ago and it's yeah. stuck. Since. It's a cool, I mean, I, I actually really like that golf course. It's, but it, it's very sentimental to me. You know, it just feels like you're in the desert and yeah. you're right up against the mountains and all that. It's pretty. I mean, and then, um, and then La Quinta is kind of the old school. So La Quinta in is actually like, Sorry, it's Palm Desert, then Indian Wells, which is sort yeah. of the older. They had a Ryder Cup at Indian Wells Country Club in like the 50s, I want to say. Um, and that's where the big tennis event, right? Yes, they built a big tennis stadium. It used to just be like a smaller thing, but they actually ended up building a stadium after I left. But um, La Quinta was sort of like on the way from Indian Wells like and and to in, like out to Indio, and that's where they, they had empty land, and that's where a lot of those golf courses ended up. La Quinta has since kind of um, – grown into its own its own city but um that's where that's where most of the hope i always call it the hope i don't know what, what it's called now the american express or something like that the george lopez the george lopez <laughs> is, it, is yeah. it still is it still sponsored by the clinton foundation it's not i hope so <laughs> that was a fun that few. was a good one that was a good few years humana sponsored by humana that was good yeah uh the um but most of those golf, that's where like the rotation is of a yeah. but i i haven't really played any of those golf courses that they play on indian wells PJ West, um, there's probably the only two big two that. What's the one played Rancho Mirage where they put that? I was going to say, yeah, yeah. How's that one? So um, that's Mission Hills. That's Mission Hills. They have four courses. I want to say. Okay. Um, it's pretty straightforward desert style golf, similar to Florida. It's not a lot of. It would be like it would be like going to Scottsdale. Yeah. Playing it. Mm-hmm. Playing yeah, it Troon or playing it. Yeah, you know it. your your hazards are are pretty traditional. You know, water. You know, artificial water and whatever desert they want to. Uh, but it. The 
they were I I always liked playing Ranch. Rancho Mirage is a fun golf course. I always thought it's hard the tournament course, but kind of long, yeah. you know, um, not not too flashy. I never thought. Growing up, did you ever feel like did it ever feel different during tournament week? Oh man, yeah, it was awesome. You couldn't, yeah. <laughs> Randy and I were talking earlier this week, uh, or actually today. Sorry, uh, that was so. I grew up going to the um, Dinah Shore, as it was called back then, and the and the Dinah and the Hope. That was yeah. our two things, and so and obviously uh, now you know opposite sides of the valley, which is cool. So the Dinah closer to Palm Springs and. Much Palm Springs, obviously, uh, much more of a open community to uh, to our, our gay friends and neighbors, and so that tournament ended up becoming like a haven. It was like lesbian Lollapalooza. It was a yeah. It was wild in those early days, like in the mid eighties. Like it was, I remember I was like this is like the first time I ever learned about <laughs> what a lesbian was yeah. was out there, and it was like you know like. Diff, like they would party out there. It was awesome. Um, it was. I mean, I loved going out there. It was so much fun. Um, but then when they're gone, you know, it's it's a quiet country club. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that week was wild. Always. How how did how did that tournament get to that course? Like what what? That's a good question. I think Dinah might have lived out there. Okay. Or had who was I, Dinah? I Dinah Shore. Yeah, I don't know who she. She's is. an entertainer in like the fifties okay. and stuff. So the like. She's like the female Bob Hope. Similar to that. Yeah. Okay. And so um that yeah, she kind of latched onto the LPG and they and they latched onto her. And so I think I I'm, still call it the Nabisco. It was called the Nabisco Dinah Shore forever. Yeah. yeah. I always call it the Dinah. Just like I always call it the Hope. Yeah. Um that's some local knowledge. They back in the day called it the Dinah. Uh they I think I think she just had relationships. She may have had a house or something in the desert and she just had connections there and they landed it, landed it there, and it's it's kind of funny because it's the, sort of the LPGA's Augusta National, right? It's like the one major that doesn't it move stays, around. Yeah, you know, it's certainly not uh, on the level of Augusta, but it, it's cool. I think it's cool that they have that like base camp to go every year. Yeah, she she lived in Rancho Mirage. Yeah, and that's that's where yeah. was big that's in the golf. Longtime supporter. My okay. uh, w- my stepdad uh, later towards the end of my. And high school career and after he was a member and lived across the street. Okay, so we would go up there and bang it around all the time. It was super fun, cool, cool golf club, cool her, old school kind of. What's that? Sorry, please do. Her house in Palm Springs, yes, was sold in 2014 to Leonardo DiCaprio. There, there you, you have go. it. See, there, there you, you have go. it. Frank Lloyd Wright did a bunch of stuff in Palm Springs, dude. Too, I'm, right? You would you would love Palm Springs. You would love Joshua Tree, but you would <laughs> you would love just driving around. And it's just it's a. It's a strange place is there a in good, all the is weird, there, good ways. Is there a good like cultural, uh, like you know, restaurant scene? Yeah, they they have a. I am not at all familiar with Palm Springs restaurant scene, but everyone I've talked to is like, yeah, they they do a really good. Like lately, in the last like ten years, they've really has it gotten younger. Them. Like, did it get really old? I think for a it while? did. I think it got older, and then that kind of started cycling out. And yeah. and I think Palm Springs is, I, I believe, in kind of like a younger kind of. What happened? What I think what happened was. Is, um, Again, people with money in like the LA area saw those old, cool old houses and started buying them up mm-hmm. and going out that way. So, and as far as as far as economy, is it pretty much mostly like tourism, tourism, service industry? Yeah, tourism, resorts. service, dates, dates. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, and then farming. and then retired people, right? A lot of old people. It was a really strange place to grow up. I couldn't. I honestly, when I was growing up, I could not 
get out of there fast enough. That's like my wife. <laughs> Alex is from Naples, Florida. Very yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah. Very I was, similar. I was yeah. thinking that as you're describing yeah, it. I was like, yeah. God, there's so many old. I mean, you know, you kind of, you know, you, you know, obviously the the people that you hang out with, but it wasn't a very big town. I mean, I think Palm, Palm Desert when I was growing up had like, I think like thirty five thousand people were technically, and that included some snowbirds. So. It's it, not that big of a town. And so a lot of them were older. A lot of them, you know, you know, <laughs> didn't like you running around the mall shouting and all that kind of stuff. So, you you know, I was like, I can't, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then <laughs> got out, went to school at San Diego, and then started coming back to visit my mom and my stepdad. I'm like, this place is great. No wonder <laughs> these people like it. You know, you come back for the holidays and it's like 70 degrees and perfect. You're playing golf in your shorts. And, yeah. You know, food's great. Great Mexican food and all this kind of I'm like, mom, this is awesome. I should come back more often. <laughs> was it always weird? Like, like, was there a certain week when everybody just bounced? Like mid-March or early April, uh, like, like right well, around Easter? And or? that's a great question because I was going to ask, has the ANA is always like that first weekend of – April, yeah, always around that time. So, uh, was that kind of the end point for yeah the out of towners? I don't know if there was a specific week, but it was always like once the hope and the dino were over, you know, yeah. it starts to get hot. I mean, once once it first started getting into like a like, it, I mean, honestly, there 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 was this this uh, I forget what street it was on. Dang it! It was on my way up to Highway seventy four, which goes up the hill. That's where Bighorn is. Okay. Where the Battle of Bighorn was. On the way up there, there Everybody was. Everybody says Bighorn's wild. Bighorn's too. crazy. I, yeah, I, yeah. I've uh, I've never played it. I've walked it, like walked yeah, around. Just like but, crazy membership. Like yeah, it's wild. Guys, guys get crunk out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it would be cool to to do a golfer's journal story with those fine people. Um, but the um, I also want to do a, a golfer's journal story about the Battle of Bighorn. It was a strange, strange. It was tell like was that the Sergio one? Yeah, Sergio yeah. and Tiger and like I, I think I think that was the one with like. I think it was like, wasn't it Sergio and Annika? Like, I think it was a, a male female they did one. It was, I think it was wild. I feel like the one at Bighorn was where they moved the rock too, right? Yeah, I think it is. It was Monday Night Golf, I think. Isn't that what they called it back then? Anyway, Bighorn's yeah. cool. I'm, I'm, You're exactly right. I'm, uh, I just Googled Battle of Bighorn and it pulled up the Battle of Little Bighorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a couple Not battles. That, yeah, there were a couple battles. Yeah, there were, there were a few. Um, it was... The 2000, the initial one, or no, excuse me, the, the initial one at Bighorn was Tiger v. Sergio. And that one's, I think that's where they moved the In 2000. And then they came back in 2001, and that was Woods and Annika against um, Duvall and Kari Webb. Yes. That one was crazy. And then it looks like the 2002 kind of was fizzled. the last one at Bighorn. I think I looked it up, the ratings for that. Like, <laughs> I Tiger and Jack versus uh, Sergio and Lee Trevino. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember looking it up. Like the like, I think they stopped doing it after that one because it was like the ratings were so bad, and the ratings those ratings now would be like as big as a football game. They were like mad, like they, but at the time since there were weren't that many networks and the ratings were you know the the level was much higher. Yeah. And the, so just, the one in two thousand two. Which was the last at Bighorn got a five point one Nielsen rating. Yeah, just massive, massive numbers. I was like, no, nah, that's a failure. Let's get out of here. Well, sticking yeah. on golf real yeah. quick, I was just contrast. I mean, you talked about a little bit of the A and A. What mm-hmm. what was the atmosphere at the Bob Hope from year to year? I mean, what what Bob was Hope that was like? Fun. It was more like again, this is what nine, ten, twelve year old me. So it's um, you know an impressionable young lad. But um, I remember it just being kind of open. Where like, 
you know, when certainly you had more access to the, you know, you could get, you can get, obviously, if there's no one at a golf tournament, you can get kind of close. But like back then it was, because there was multiple, still multiple courses. So it was like, you know, there wasn't like every gallery was super packed. And so. Kind of like Harbor Town almost, right? Where it yeah. feels like a throwback. Yeah. It, well, I mean, at the time it just felt normal to me. Yeah. But like now, yeah, it would be a throw. And I just remember being, I just remember being like as close to anybody as I wanted to get. Yeah. And just be like, do I want to watch, you know, whoever, like all the guys. And, and back then they got, most of the big names would go to that event. It was a big event back then. So I remember just being like, wow, I can, you know, walk next to all these guys, Greg Norman or whoever, like, just be like. And was it always a pro-am? Did they always have celebrities yeah, attached to it? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the big hook for it. Um, I think that tournament started in the 50s. And it was, a, it, was, it was that. And then I think the tour, I think it got tour status later, like in the 60s. 1960, I believe, was the first. Officially sanctioned one. But they yeah. were doing them before that. So okay. they were they were and that was all like Bob Hope and all his celebrity buddies were just doing not unlike, you know, Bing up the up the road at, at Pebble. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was that kind of deal. And so it was um the pro am was it's weird. They're are they doing they're not doing it this year, are they? No, not, I not doubt the pro am. Yeah. yeah. I know they're not doing it at Pebble. I don't I doubt they were doing it in well, I, I'm, the Well, I gotta pour one out for my guy, uh the the uh, Indonesian right uh genocide leader. Uh, Which Jap one? Japto some or I'm not gonna get that name. Yeah, something something like that. I don't know. He's he's been playing the last few years. You know, like, <laughs> kind of broke. Like, hey, like this guy may not be a good background. Guy. Yeah, questionable at best. Yeah, at, <laughs> over time they kind of had to just sort of let anybody in that wanted yeah. to be in. It used to be a really big deal, man. I remember uh, they would like, you know, you could there were spots where you could go and see, you know, it's like, it was like a state, like you could go and sit in the parking lot and like, you know, Burt Reynolds would walk by kind of a thing. Like you could just like hang out and watch all the celebrities come through. It was cool. Any earthquakes out there? Yes. A lot of earthquakes. Very, very tectonically active. Place. It is tectonically or active. Seismically I, active. We had one when I was growing up, I think that was in the six range, something like that. We're, we're, I don't think the desert is exactly on one of the lines, but it's definitely like adjacent. Yeah. You get like a lot of tremors and a lot of, um, I think it was a six something. I remember I'm in school, like we had earthquake drills. So or it was, you know, go under your desk, hold yeah. on to, you know, or in your house, like everybody had to do earthquake safety in your house, like to get into your doorway and either under a desk or hold onto the door, like the, the door jam like that. Yeah. I feel we, like we, we used to have those in Cincinnati. I thought, really? Yeah, I think we had to do those. A, an earthquake drill in Cincinnati? My mom was in an earthquake in Cincinnati back in the... Okay. 70s. I just, yeah. So I'm glad I'm learning things too on this podcast. You know the, big, you know the biggest. Uh, I could be making that up. We definitely had <laughs> we definitely had tornado drills though. Those were big. You yeah, know the biggest uh, earthquake in the continental United States was in like Mississippi or or Memphis, Tennessee. It was like it was on the it reversed when? the flow of the Mississippi River. Oh well, I think I may have heard of something like, but a long time ago. Yeah, like long, back long, in the late 1800s. I think. Yeah. Um, it's like where Memphis is now. I'm not even sure Memphis was this town then. Listen, who could say? All right. There, there was an earthquake one time when I was in, when, like it was overnight in Atlanta. It was at, you know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And it was like a two point whatever. But I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard the, you know, the, the uh, door just kind of going like this. And you hear the dishes clattering in your... And, and I, I didn't think anything of it. I thought there was a big thunderstorm or something like that. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, did you feel the earthquake? I was like, actually, yeah, I did. <laughs> It is. Uh, we used to get them like that too, and you'd be a good school. Like, did you feel the earthquake? Like, I did. It was awesome. 
Earthquakes are sick. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, for sure. Um, Thrill, I got to ask you about In-N-Out Burger. Oh, boy. Okay. We're, Let's where, talk about it. where do we fall out? Is it properly rated, overrated, underrated? I feel like he's walking me down a path. No. And you're going to get railroaded. I totally here. am. No, I'm curious. You know, you, you consider yourself at heart uh, more of a Californian. I do. But you spent considerable time here. I have. What would you say the big burger here is? Whataburger in Florida? Oof. I mean, how do you, you mean compare like the, and contrast? The, the culty, like, I don't even know if there is. Well, certainly I don't think we have a, a culty burger. I mean, uh, in Jacksonville, I mean, Cruiser's is probably the best burger here, but that's like they three sp- places. They spit in Cops Burgers, too. Well, you know, you know, I'm, just, you know I'm, just, I'm just telling you about the quality of the burgers that I, I'm not a cop, as you know. Um, I don't know. I, do you like In-N-Out? Is it worth the fuss? I I do love In-N-Out. I'm a, I, I, it's one of the places that I go to when I, whenever I go back to California. I what, love it. What's your go-to order? Pretty simple. Double-double. Animal uh, style? No, I, liked, I just like a straight double-double with grilled onions and ketchup and mustard instead of the spread. I'm with you. I don't like a bunch of I don't stuff. Like, I don't like the spread. Yeah. I'm not a big Thousand Island guy. Yeah. Well, I'm not creamy. Not really my jam. I, I get... I actually, I think five guys is, I know that's like sort of the other thing, but like, I, I just think you can't pull nostalgia out of the equation. You know what I mean? Like, sure. especially for me. So like I grew up in California having an out burger back then it was, it was better than McDonald's obviously. And you, or, or Carl's, which is Hardee's out here. But like, that was just like, you know, it wasn't a, a big deal. It was just where you could go. It was an, it was an option, but then you come out here and there's, it's a, fucking wasteland out here in Jacksonville for a long time. And so it was like, especially when I first moved out here and it was nothing but like, you know, dog shit chain restaurants. And it was like, I, you know, then I go home and I'd be like, I honestly, I would, I would take, you can take my pinky finger as long as I can have in and out burger. Where do you fall out on Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box. Sneaky, great Jack in the Box order is the uh, $2 for two tacos. Sneaky Jack in the Box move. Never been to Jack. Was Jack in the Box the one that had the big health, Scare or something <laughs> way, way back. Wouldn't, wouldn't shock me. I, I don't know about that. Can I tell that. you another sneaky desert or Southern California chain? Yeah, uh, please. Del Taco. You guys, oh, I've you heard guys of know that. about Del Taco? I've heard of it. Taco Bell competitor? Fantastic. Yeah? Love Del Taco. Uh, well, Randy's guy, Mark King at uh, Taco Bell. He's, do, he's doing for, big the, things the over former there. former right. What have, have you have seen a, the talking yeah. potato? An That's animatronic potato yeah. or something? I mean, he's doing it. No, Del Taco, phenomenal. Uh, That's another one I like to go to. When 1981 I horse meat labeled as beef was discovered mm, tough. in their tough. burgers. And then there was tough a massive E. coli outbreak in 93. Mm. Okay. So that's not good. No, not great. Jack in the box, never one of my favorite. Never, never really, never really part of my equation. Do you ever, like from Palm Springs, do you ever go? Palm Desert. Or Palm, sorry, Palm The Coachella Valley. How about sure, that? That's fine. You ever venture east? You mean or, like out into or the is real there just desert? Nothing. Out, out there, other than Joshua Tree. Out into the real desert? Yeah, the Sonoran you know, Desert. The Sonoran right? Desert. You know what's there now is a lot of Indian casinos. Okay. Uh, which, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, were not there very much when I was growing up. Lord only knows the amount of trouble I could have got into. But, um, yeah, I mean, we would go, like, weird Joshua Tree-style camping trips. And, I feel like there's all sorts of weird shit to do out there, But right? that's where a lot of, like, that's where a lot of people go to, like, get off the grid, you know? Did you ever go down to Mexico? 
like I did. In, like in high school, and <laughs> like, kind of like the OC. You know? yeah, yeah, I uh, I did. Yeah, uh, quite often. Where was your your, your <laughs> what de- you guys your, like to get into in Mexico? Your destination oh, of choice oh in Mexico. We, so the re- we went a co- we went you know we would do some like churchy group stuff in Mexico, like rebuilding a village and stuff. Yeah. All the nice things that was in the high school, and then you get to college, <laughs> and <laughs> in college. Um, there is a street in Tijuana called Revolucion. It's probably, if you're walking over the border, which we've done, it's probably a 15 or so minute walk through through the streets to Revolucion. And that's where, like, it was sort of this row of, like, city-sized clubs, like giant clubs. and Discotheques. Discotheque. Uh, all you had to be was 18. And... For some reason, Wednesday nights were college night. That was decided in on this. So all like five or six massive, massive clubs. And all the colleges knew about it. So Wednesday nights, I mean, every college kid in San Diego, especially freshmen who were like, you know, starved to do something like that, we would all go down. Uh, the border is like 40 minutes, I think, from UCSD, something like that. And uh, I'm telling you, it was those so imagine and so it was five dollars for most of these clubs because they were you know one club decided to do five dollars all you could drink so you walk up you give this bouncer who's like strapped to the machine gun a you know five bucks and they'd stamp your hand and you would be in this club and it was just like sodom and gomorrah like it was the most (laughs) biblical in i saw things in there sodom and gomorrah What a poll. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even, I really, it, I exaggerate a lot. I am not really exaggerating. I mean, it, well, I saw some things. I grew up in those places. You see, you see some shit. I, I, yeah. It was wild. Club A was a big one that we like. I to feel like to. I saw you, some Sodom and Gomorrah shit when Roethlisberger came back. Oh, see. My freshman year, go. his first year in the league <laughs> at Brick Street, Knoxville, Ohio. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Uh, Las Pulgas Disco Club, I see, is on uh, uh, the, the names These are probably long, long. The names have yeah. probably turned over a thousand times. I, I really hope Club A still exists, but man, that place. Yeah, we would go, and there was a jack-in-the-box right across the border. It was the first place you could hit. Okay. And it, so imagine these you know, 18-year-old college kids have been drinking the lowest quality, I mean, Barely alcohol. I'm not even sure what this stuff was that they were giving us. And you would go to this jack. I mean, that jack in the box was like a war zone, man. Kids passed out everywhere, <laughs> just like trying to order food, but can't even talk. Hold the buddies, hold. On. I mean, just a. Huh. Like I said, you really you do a lot of growing up places like that. I'll tell you, he's gonna be mad that we didn't reach out to have him on as well. Is Laz mm. about Mexico? No, about 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 the desert. About Palm Springs. How much time has Laz been in the desk? I think he worked out out there. Oh for yeah, a he's while. gonna be mad. Sorry, Laz. Yeah, but I'm sure Laz will find something, many things that I've said to be incorrect, <laughs> and will have no problem shaming me in public on Twitter about it. So um, thanks in advance for that, Laz. So is all the, like all the stuff like uh, you know Vintage Club and El Dorado, yeah, and that, that's yeah. all kind of in the last. 10, 15, 20 years since you've... No, the vintage was there when I was growing was up. There? El Dorado was there. I mean, in, in its variations. I used to go swim yeah. at the El Dorado pool. That was fun. Um, there, I, th- I think they've all they've all been there since I was growing up, but I okay. think, you know, the, the the courses have changed and, you know, been redone and all of that. And, the, you know, they it's weird. They compete out there, right? They compete to um, be part of the rotation for the golf, for the tournament. 
they compete for like mem- I mean, there's so many clubs that compete for all these members and stuff yeah. out there. It's a strange. I'm not. I, I'm not that like connected to it anymore. But I remember it was like a thing. You know, they're always trying to one up each other. That's like that. Forget the name of that one club that's out there that um, I think Mickelson belongs to. It's the one where they have like fucking chefs on every hole and all <laughs> like some wild. I forget what it's called. Um, I'm not going to remember, but um, I think it actually one year was part of the rotation in the Hope too. Huh. It's some. It's I don't know awesome. Rancho something. Well, that that's where he lives. Like Rancho, no, he no. lives in Rancho San Bernardino, and, and it's not that the it's, bridges. I think is it starts with an M or something like that. But anyway, huh. I'm, I'm gonna. Um, it's I'm I'm not exaggerating. It's like you know they they go all out because they kind of have to. How's the airport? I mean, one of the best. Yeah. Well, it depends because a lot some of it's outside, so you could really <laughs> you could you could have a bad roll of the dice and be outside up there. But it's it's tiny. You're, you've never been. That's right. Oh. It's tiny. It's like four gates. So w- would you fly out of there or would you drive into Ontario or? No, we we it used to be really expensive to fly in and out of Palm Springs, so we would drive to Ontario, which sucked. Um, but I didn't, <laughs> again, uh, we didn't do a lot of real traveling when I was growing up. We, you know, whenever we, a big deal for us was like driving to San Diego and spending a couple of days at the beach over there. We yeah. never, we never really got on. I don't honestly think I ever got on a plane when I was, I mean, I'd been on a plane every now and then, but it's not like we had like a regular trip to, you know, Florida or anything like that. But they, I've been since back. I was going to say, when was the last time you were back? Um... Let's see. My mom moved to Santa Barbara a while back to be closer to my sister over there. So probably when she... No, I, w- I used to go out for the golf tournament um, probably like three, four years ago, let's say. Something like that. Me and my man, Kevin Swartz, drinking beers at the Beer Hunter. There's a, there's a watering hole for the golf tournament for you. The Beer Hunter. The Beer Hunter. Have you ever been to Coachella? I have never been to Coachella. They, I'm very upset. They started that basically like after I left town. Like okay. 2000. Yeah. So I was already on the move, um, pretty upset about it. Where's, it would have been fun to go to in high school. Another dumb question alert. Where, uh, Coachella's obviously there in Coachella. Uh, where is Burning Man? That's Burning Man's in Wyoming north. or Utah. No, I think Burning Man's in... Isn't it? I thought it was out in the desert uh, like that way. I think it's... I would bet Wyoming. I'm betting Wyoming. No, it's in uh, uh, northwest Nevada. 100 miles north, northeast of Reno. Oh, I don't know why I thought that was How close is that always... the Wyoming border? Can't be that far. Let's see. Let's give me some. I think I feel like I might get some like bonus points for being close. I always thought that was like California desert, but it would be. Yeah, it would be like it's very far from Wyoming. Yeah, it's Dude. west of I eighty. All right, all right. No, no, it's yeah, it's not even remotely close. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like directly south of Oregon. <laughs> so you so you're two states over uh, Idaho. You know, Idaho, so Oregon, close. Wyoming. Yeah, so close. Um, what's the grocery store scene like out there? Oh, I was going to... Now we've arrived at the important so, topics. Yeah. So growing up, we had Ralph's and we had Vaughn's, um, which... So Vaughn's was for Albertsons. At Albertsons. Yeah. Um, Albertsons and Vaughn's were the big ones when I was growing up. Then Ralph's came in. Mm. Like in high school, it was a big deal. Ralph's was a big deal. Um, and that's probably... I think there's an offshoot of else called like Pavilions that was like the nicer one. But the sneaky good one that's still there, I just called, uh, I just figured out this week is uh, Jensen's. Kind Jensen's. of Kind of a family-owned, I think, fam- I mean, I, certainly not that big of a chain. Great place to get meat. Um, kind of just sneaky good. Jensen's Foods, make every day an occasion. Yeah, great. Jensen's. 
quality move. I believe Jensen's is close to the near, I could be, my desert people get on me about that, but I think it might be in the same um, kind of shopping center area as Las Casuelas, one of the great Mexican food places. Okay. Yeah. What, as far as, what, where do you frequent here in, in Jacksonville? For what? Loaded <laughs> question, Randy. I'm blown away by people going to multiple stores for multiple things. I go to Publix and I go to Whole Foods. Well, yeah, well, what's your breakdown then? Let me I let go, me reverse it to you. Or do you go to Fresh Market because you're a PV? I don't. I, actually, my um, my in laws, my mother and father in law, are regular uh, regulars at uh, Fresh Market, which is great because then that I just I don't even have to go. They just bring that over whenever we do dinner. So thank you, Dwayne and Becky. But um, my move is whew, all right. Big Trader Joe's guy. I'm in on all. You know, they've, as you're going to find out, Tron, uh, two small kids. Got to get that dinner done quickly. So yeah. the frozen stuff is Great frozen as good stuff. as we're going to get. Yeah. Um, sneaky good, if you could find it, bottles of wine for, you know, not that much money. Um, no? You're, you're, no, I mean, I would, it's, it's, what, what, it's fine. Out with it. It's fine. Yeah. Randy and I have a lot of experience with Tupac Chuck. No, not that. I mean, like, you're, I'm talking like yeah, eight, nine dollar bottles. I know, I know. Come on. Who do you think I am? Anyway, uh, the so that for that, well, TC and I might be the only people on the planet that got wine drunk before going into the waste management in Phoenix, <laughs> like eight a.m. <laughs> Let's crack some two dollar Cabernet. We were broke, man. <laughs> hey, I hear you. I mean, that's actually a big adult moment when you're like, you know what? Today I do not have to get two buck chuck. I can. Spend ten dollars on this bottle of wine. That's yeah. like a, that's like you're crossing the threshold into actually being a, a somewhat uh, adulty person. Anyway, I do that, and I do. Uh, this is this is controversial, but I will because it's on the way home. I will hit the Ponte Vedra Win or Win Dixie. Of course, the Ponte Vedra Win Dixie is like their corporate flagship. Yes, yes, right, yes. So uh, Win Dixie sucks on the whole. I will say their meat department solid, unbelievable, and they have fresher produce here in Ponte Vedra, Jack. See, I think I think in Ponte Vedra, Publix is still going to nip them on the amount and the quality of their produce. Okay, but the uh, just about everything else is on is on the level yeah. for them. It's I got a, I got a neighbor in my gated community. He's always telling me I need to check out the the weekly flyers. Great. Great deals. Coupons on meat at Winn-Dixie. Great deals. And got great meat, meat. Here's the other thing I'll tell you. And this is just, again, this is about as hyper-local as we can get. The Ponte Vedra Publix is very popular with... You're talking about the Marsh Landing one? Are you talking about the, the one down by Sawgrass? I'm talking Sawgrass about the one by Sawgrass. Okay. That's one closer That's to my house. That's a smaller store, though. I have thoughts on all the Publixes. I can walk yeah. you through each one of them <laughs> at the beach. Please. The beach one's super fun. You never know who you're going to run into. <laughs> I mean... It's a party it's in there. It's such a nightmare getting out, in oh, and out of that terrible. parking lot, though. The parking's a mess, but when you do go in there, it's I mean— It's a small store, Lord, too. Yeah, they don't tiny, always— Yeah, tiny. Uh, Marsh, the Marsh, Marsh Landing Publix. Goat. Also known, it's the Goat, also known as Hot Publix. That, very, very great place to go. That's my home course. Yeah. I mean, can't go wrong with Hot Publix. Uh, and you call it Hot Publix? <laughs> we do. You know why. Yeah. So then the— It's the same reason they had to shut down Trader Joe's for a while. Exactly. <laughs> too much talent <laughs> too walking much. around there. So, uh, and from what I'm told, both men and, and women. So, okay. <laughs> hot Publix on all on all aisles. Uh, and then Ponte Vedra Publix, or sorry, Sawgrass Publix, slows down a little bit. Little, you know, we've got our, our older folks that, that are in that community, and everybody wants, it's their big trip of the day. So, we're taking our time, and we're walking around. 
and we're looking at stuff. And meanwhile, I've got like, you know, 10 minutes to get in and out of there and it drives me bonkers. <laughs> so you've got to know when to go to that Publix. The Winn-Dixie on the other side is, a, it, I don't know how it's still open, to be totally honest with you. There's never anybody, anybody in there. Yeah. It's like you, it's the easiest place to get in and out of. It's the great quality stuff. I, I you, Maybe you, they're just so efficient that it just looks like there's nobody yeah, in there. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I really don't. I just think I, 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 they could be running, they could, they could be some money laundering or something, some shenanigans going on there. I literally, I mean, there's never more than like, how many cars, I mean, have you ever seen more than 15 or 20 cars in that parking lot? No. Ever. And are you talking about the one by uh, two dudes? The yes. Ponte Vedra yeah. two dudes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Randy, how much are you going to base your, your impending move off of, you know, local grocery stores? I think it's a terribly important factor. Big deal. I yeah, totally agree. It'd be completely negligent of me to not consider it. By I the way. I'd say Joshua Tree is probably hour and a half from Jensen's. Okay. So, you know, you got to factor that in. I looked up. So Jensen, I'm very intrigued by Jensen's. <laughs> They've got three primary locations okay. in the desert. Yep. One in Palm Desert, one in Palm Springs, and one in Rancho Mirage. Okay, great. They list the manager on the website, and then they've got all these mountain locations too. Oh. Uh, so there's like little towns up in the mountains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Above there. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but I know, okay. where, I know where you're at. I think Idlewild's one of them. Idlewild, great town. Okay. Arrowhead. See, Big you, Bear. Do, you do know. It just takes me a while. It takes me a while. Um, yeah, so it looks like they got these mini mini markets. Jensen's, kind of yeah. Huh. It's, it's Jensen's time. finest foods. Hey. Which that's quite the standard to live up to. I mean, kudos for them for setting the bar high. You know who I saw at, at, at Whole Foods the other I day? Have, I have no idea. We were both meandering around the produce section. Oh boy. I, Tim Fincham. Ah, oh, Finchy. He was, he was buying all the carrots. Like oh, he must have been hey. doing a roast of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Finchy eats right. Finch, Finchy, yeah. Finchy's he's healthy. He's still at his. He, he I, 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 th I think he had been at he had been at HQ because he had his credential. On oh yeah, he probably was. And he was wearing an Olympic, a Rio Olympics. Uh, yeah, see, you know, on brand. Did you say hi to him? Eating healthy. I, I gave him the affirmative head nod. Ah, see, yeah. yeah. Finchy's, so. Finchy's living it up here in the in the twilight. He's yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Still eating right though. Still eating right and exercising, from what I understand. Good for him. Yeah, that, at least that makes one of us. It kind of shook me. I was like, man, should I be shopping at the same place as Tim Fincham? Like, I don't have. That oh, did kind you of feel budget. like all of a sudden, like you're too, like you're too big for your britches? Do you have a crisis? Uh, of, oh yeah, like yeah. I mean, every time I every time I leave Whole Foods, I'm like, how I'm never going to financially recover from this. It's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I haven't I haven't been there. I've been there for lunch a couple times. But it's so it's just enough out of my way. Yeah, parking stuff there too. Yeah, parking's tricky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there is there an arboretum of sorts or a zoo or a, any a sort of botanical garden? garden? There's botanical. There's the Living Desert. Wow. Which is amazing. So the Living Desert, kind of up on on the hill. It's sort of, uh, I guess, close to, in your brains, it would be close to Bighorn up the hill a little bit. It was. Uh, it's basically a little little mini zoo, but only for desert animals. So like, like snakes and the shit? desert fox, tons of snakes and all kinds of like spiders and wild shit like that. It was awesome. Scorpions? Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very dangerous place. Do you have any any snake problems? I've seen a lot of snakes. I never was, I was never bitten by a snake. But you, snakes, are, snakes. snakes are snakes yeah, are for real out there. Yeah. That's no joke. What about those rams? Like the bighorn? Yeah. So those are off. They've been pushed out. To okay. the, they don't just like run loose on Highway 111. But they're, uh, but at PGA West, like, yeah, I remember they're, we had to we had to the, clear the green once because they were just like hanging out on there, and any, they would you know clip clock back up the hill. Any bears? I don't know. I don't remember a bear. 
Is it? Do they have bears in the des? Who could say? Who could well, say? I mean, it's like the desert directly next to I the don't mountains. Think, I don't remember any bears in the des. Okay. I don't think there was a loose bear that came down from the mountain. Coyotes or lots of bobcats? Coyotes. Or? Lots of coyotes, lots of bobcats, lots of like uh, rabbits, like desert rabbits. I don't know. Jackrabbits, I think they're called. Oh, just shit that scurries about. Yeah. A desert willow, a lot of, lot of rabbits desert and willow. stuff like that at desert. At the golf course. It's like a public oh, golf at, course. at desert willow. At okay. desert willow. Yeah. I thought you were saying that was another animal. Yeah, oh, I no. I haven't heard of that before. Did yeah. you Did you frequent Morton Botanical Garden? No. No, I did not. I'm not a That's I'm more in the springs. Yeah, well, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go Aztecs. Uh, no, the, that Living Desert was another place we... So we would do... We would go to the Living Desert. We would go to the Salton Sea. And then the big deal was you when you were in fifth grade and you got to go to San Diego and SeaWorld and go whale watching. That was a whole thing. With a, anybody who went to Palm Desert High knows what I'm talking Danny about. Danny Woodhead told us that, that SeaWorld and, and the San Diego Zoo is overrated. What? Yeah. I, refu- <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I mean, what compared to what? He said the Omaha Zoo is like oh, come next on. level. Is he from Omaha? Yeah. Oh, well, no, he's from like Mullen. Yeah, well, out in central Nebraska. I mean, come on. Those are, those are I mean... That's the kind of thing where you're like, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, you may not like the Los Angeles Lakers, but they have won a lot of championships. They're this, you know, yeah. a standard for a reason. I'm, I'm concerned that you need a place called the Living Desert when you're when literally you're, surrounded by the Living Desert. Maybe maybe it's not as living because they pushed everything out. I was going to say. So, I mean, have you seen all the green golf courses out there? <laughs> That's concerning. Yeah. It's, uh, well, yeah, you know, a little irresponsible. Uh, Thrill, do you have any questions for us? Mm, I do. Uh, are you planning ever to go out to the Hope or or the Dinah? I don't really want to go to the... Yeah, the, the I mean, Dina, I kind of want to go sure. to the a and If yeah. I could recommend one, I would recommend that one. Yeah. That uh, one's fun. And then, a great yeah, one. I just want to go hang out. And it's a fun... Joshua I'm, Tree. I tell you what, if you go during the A&A, that's probably the... You don't want to go after. You don't want to go in the summer. Yeah. But if you could make a, like a two three day out of it, I'll tell you what, would my, not be disappointed. My swing coach is out there in the uh, in the winter. Who's your swing coach? Panther Mike's dad. Is he really Chris Foley? Yeah. Chris is out there in the desert now. Yeah. Well, yeah, he spends he spends the winter. I didn't know that. Out at uh, El Dorado, I think. Oh, you know what? I do remember him telling me that. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, he he gets shout he out get, Panther Mike. Gets shout the, out, gets shout the out hell out of uh, and Panther Chris. Uh, I do love Chris Minnesota. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. So yeah, so I got a good excuse to go out there. In the El Dorado, next couple months. El Dorado, very cool old school spot. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. I want to go to Coachella, the concert, the you, festival. You seem like more of a stagecoach guy, Randy. Yeah, no, I think you need to go to Joshua Tree, take a bunch of drugs. <laughs> I feel like Neil needs to go to Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> right, he could just wrap himself up in this, you know, the blue tiger blanket that's looking down upon me right now. Exactly, and just uh, really have a time, really find himself. I would, say, I would like to go out when Brendan's there. I would. Hey, BT, if, if he would allow me to camp along with his family, hey, that'd be you've wonderful. Got, you've got BT's number. He, I'm sure he would love to have you. He does have three very active young boys, though. They might wear your your ass out. <laughs> I would say, but that. I, I do. I will say that I uh, I do need to go back. It's been too long. Uh, this has gotten me very uh, nostalgic for the Des. I just read that uh, Palm Springs is home to tarantulas, various scorpion spe- species, including the vinegaroon. Yeah, vinegaroon, I believe. All sorts of rattlesnakes and it's. I'm telling you, out in the actual desert is very dangerous. Not good. Yes, it's very dangerous. I don't like that don't at all. Play with that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. They're into Joshua Tree too. You got to be a little careful. Uh, yeah, I'd be so nervous camping. 
You gotta be, you know, you gotta go to the right spots. Ugh, okay. Take a lot of, you know, drink a lot of beer, take a lot of drugs. And they have jaguars down in the northern Mexican drylands, mm. but they were they used to be common throughout the Coachella Valley. Last documented jaguar sighting was in 1860. Yeah, I tell we, you this: big cats make me nervous too. <laughs> Not a fan of big cats. Unpredictable. They would stalk and me hungry so quickly. You would be you would be quite a meal for them. Not good. Not good they at get, all. They could eat off a of Big Randy for a week. They would yeah. just go straight at your ankles, your long-ass legs. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, all right. Anything else for us, Thrill? It has been an honor and a privilege, gentlemen. I really – I I hope that I've done the desert proud. At, <laughs> don't get destroyed too badly for it. I don't take it too personally that – we certainly didn't settle on you, but there were many <laughs> people that we efforted before you. And people are going to come in hot on you on the mea culpa front, on I both the refuge and on Twitter. It would have been pretty great if you could have got, like, Suzanne Summers to come on. That of course, been. of course. Or There's, Liberace. They have this tournament every year. That's true. It's a great point. You know? Yeah. Well, look, if you guys ever run out of guests for the Dez again, I will come back and make up completely all new stories. Perfect. I think we should reach out to the people that run Jensen's. They should be our next, Ooh. our guests next year. That's right. I knew you were going to be so fired up about that. I'm fascinated. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Thrill. Again, editor, Golfer's Journal. Everybody check out uh, golfersjournal.com. They have a podcast, the Golfer's Journal podcast, and uh, they can find yourself, Tom Coyne, uh, yeah. the Golfer's Journal, Casey uh, Bannon on Twitter. I've got the sneak preview of 15 right here for Tron and you to look at. We had to sign an NDA. That's right. Yeah, It is, it is here on the table. I will yeah. say I love the color scheme. Uh, it's beautiful. Shout out to Jim, our designer. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Cheers. Thank you. I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right.